the volume. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel basketball, football. They have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You can get your winnings back in two hours. My favorite, the same game parlays. You can bet five or 10 bucks in 150 bucks or more. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get started now. Sign up promo code Colin so they know we and I sent you. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi, everybody. Welcome in Wednesday morning podcast. Former Miami Dolphin, Chicago Pair head coach Dave Wanstead's going to have tons of good stuff on all the free agent moves. So, you know, we always know there's overrated and underrated things in sports. I think one of the things we don't talk about is the no trade clause in the NFL that both Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson have. There's only seven players in the league that have it. One of them is Jimmy Garoppolo. One of them's DeAndre Hopkins. Um, you know, one of them is Jimmy Graham. Um, you know, we, we worry so much about money and years and guaranteed money. Russell Wilson looked at 14 teams, said, no, 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 no. I want Denver. That's the difference between Russell Wilson making the Hall of Fame and not. Denver's going to win a lot of games because he goes to a really stacked roster. Um, Deshaun Watson now can choose between Carolina, the Saints, the Browns. He can say, no, I'm going to Atlanta, a much more dynamic economy. It is essentially the Hollywood of the South, Atlanta. Arthur Blank is one of the best owners. No trade clause is Deshaun Watson being a good player and a Hall of Famer. 
You go to the right owner. Now he's got an offensive coach in Atlanta, a Hall of Fame potential talent in Kyle Pitts, the tight end. I would take Atlanta over Carolina, New Orleans, and Cleveland any day of the week. Just one of these things we don't talk about. I mean, can you imagine you or I working at a company that could move us to anywhere, any one of 30 other semi-similar businesses? You don't think the quality of the ownership, the quality of the city, the quality of the coworkers would matter? The ability for me at this point in my career as a broadcaster to be able to choose where I go is the difference between disappearing and elevating my career. Russell Wilson, 14 teams he considered. He ultimately told the Seahawks, this is the one I want. And they made a deal. Wasn't necessarily the best deal they could get. It was the deal Russell wanted. Speaking of Seattle, you know, people give you signs all the time of their competence or incompetence. Now, nobody would suggest that the draft is easy or that even smart GMs don't occasionally miss on free agency. Chemistry is a hard thing to predict. But the Seahawks told you about three years ago, they really didn't know what they were doing. And they told you that, and Russell Wilson saw this and saw it as a sign. This is when most of the complaints started, when they made that Jamal Adams trade. The Seahawks gave up two firsts and a third and a safety in Bradley McDougal to get a safety who doesn't have great coverage skills. That is an outrageous reach by Seattle. I like Jamal Adams. I would trade maybe a late first, early second round pick for him. Two firsts, a third, and a player? That told you the Seahawks are a mess. Even in the Denver trade, Russell Wilson, only two firsts. I had two different GMs tell me, you got to get three firsts for Russell Wilson. Randy Gregory joining the Broncos tells you they know what they're doing. The recent three drafts, two by George Payton, tell you the Broncos know what they're doing. Everybody makes mistakes. But when you see a colossal reach in the draft, Giants getting Daniel Jones at six. When you see a colossal mistake in a trade, two firsts, a third, and a player for Jamal Adams, that front office is telling all of us they really don't know what they're doing. Seattle now is a tire fire. Russell Wilson, better for it, leaving. One of the things I often warn against, as I age, I think about this, don't fall in love with things that have worked before. The world is changing. And a lot of Patriot fans, as they let J.C. Jackson go to the Chargers or a Shaq Mason go to the Buccaneers and Brady, say, hey, Bill knows what he's doing. Does he? Or did he have the best quarterback of all time? If you take the seven and a half years of Bill Belichick's career without Brady, that's four years in Cleveland, the last two in New England, the Matt Castle year in New England, Brady Hurt, and that year that Bledsoe started before Brady. Bill Belichick has won 47% of his games. Belichick has fallen in love with his worldview. So they don't pay their quarterback anything, Mac Jones. 
The top GMs in this league, when you don't pay a quarterback, go big in free agency. Let's go get stars. The Chargers, for example, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, Cincinnati now spending money. New England doesn't pay Mac Jones, and they let J.C. Jackson go, and they let Shaq Mason go. Who are they paying? Think about this if you think I'm wrong. Right now, if you took the Buccaneers, where Tom Brady is at now, and the Patriots, where he used to be, and I said, between the two teams, name the 10 best players, Patriots would have won. The 10 best players would be Tristan Wirfs, Bucks, Mike Evans, Tampa, Ryan Jensen, Tampa, Levante David, Tampa, Chris Godwin, Tampa, Shaq Mason, now Tampa, Shaq Barrett, Tampa, Vita Via, Tampa, and Matt Judon, New England. I'm not even counting Brady. I'm not even counting Brady. Brady would make it 10 of the 11 best players are in Tampa. It's amazing that Belichick, this is the Greg Popovich issue. You lose Duncan, suddenly you think it's the culture, it's the system, it's not the players. He lets Kawhi go to Toronto. They've never been the same franchise. Does everybody see what's happening? The league over the last several years is a quarterback, weapons, pass rush league. The Patriots aren't elite at any of those three spots. It's remarkable to me. They have, outside of Matt Judon, no special players. Don't fall in love with previous success. Keep growing. All right, Dave Wanstat, Fox Sports, Bears Dolphins head coach, coordinator for the Cowboys, Super Bowl twenty seven. So you are one of the last Americans standing who loves Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm one of two because what you talked about today in your blind resumes, I watched that. And you have completely confused the National Football League world. <laughs> that was fantastic. I'm telling you. It, uh, it, but, but it's a fact. It, it truly is. And, and I really think, Colin, that with Mr. Trubisky, a lot has to do with, and, and don't put Troy Aikman's numbers up or Terry Bradshaw's the first four years. I mean, because they might be worse. And a lot has to do with the system that you're in. And that was my only Right. That was my only battle cry in supporting Mitch. Yeah, and, and I said this. I was never a huge Trubisky fan, but the Steelers have much better perimeter weapons offensively. Chase Claypool and Deontay yep. Johnson. They have. They just got another offensive lineman today. They have a better offensive line potentially than he had in Chicago, and they have a better defense. They've led the NFL in sacks five straight years, and they, and they have a better coach in Mike Tomlin. So my thing is, I saw Case Keenum win 11 games in this league when he had the right supporting cast. You can't tell me this Steeler team is better than that Bears team, and he got to the playoffs twice with that Bears team, and you kept telling me, you're like, Colin, he has limitations. There is a way to win with him, and that was your assertion, right? Absolutely, and, and I, I still agree with that, and I watched them obviously, every week doing shows in Chicago and was at training camp, and the first thing that, that got my attention was, with a lot of quarterbacks without getting into other names, the intangibles on this kid are A+. Plus. And by that, I mean in early, stay late, study it, team guy, 
humble. I mean, all those things give the kid a chance. And now when you got some ability, uh, I just think it was a bad mix from the very beginning. Uh, you know, Matt Nagy did not draft him. Uh, and he wanted to run a system that was different and it, it just wasn't a fit. Uh, but, uh, but the kid won games when he had chances. And so I think now in Pittsburgh and, and you didn't even mention Harris, Najee Harris, maybe, you know, all rookie running back that the Steelers have. So the Steelers and Mike Tomlin, they're going to play defense and they're going to run the ball. And, uh, I think it's a great fit for the guy and whether they draft the rookie they might be thinking in the back of the mind the Steelers still need to draft a rookie running back or quarterback. I'm sorry, and that's fine, you know. But give Mitch a chance, and let's say, and two years experience up there playing behind Josh Allen with Brian Dayball as his offensive coordinator it helps running a system helps a lot. Running a system where the quarterback run was a big part of Buffalo's offense with Josh Allen. You know what I mean? So the Steelers are going to have a lot of good film to study. Of, of of what they believe this kid can do best. I think it's a good I, – I, I love it. I'm so happy for this kid. I said today, if you told me Tua or Trubisky, because of his athletic ability and the ability to move the pocket, oh. I would take Trubisky over Tua. Absolutely. And and the ability, I think, to throw the ball down the field. Uh, Trubisky's a lot better athlete than people give him credit for. And no he's a question. Tough guy. He's a tough guy. I mean, this kid is – uh, so I think it's a good fit. I like it. And like I said, now, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going overboard. If the Steelers draft the Willis kid from Liberty, I know they're high on him in the draft. So be it. It's going to take that kid a couple of years to get ready. Let's see what happens with Mitch. Yeah. And, and I think something, you know, the Steelers in the front office very well. The other thing is, and you touched on this, he's a, Mitch is a Steeler kid, hardworking, not a big ego. You know, I said this about big Ben. Ben was a polarizing figure. I made one call today that somebody that knew Trubisky in Chicago, and they're like, everybody loved him. Ben yep. could split locker rooms. He had trouble with Lavian. He had trouble with offensive coordinators, Todd Haley. He had trouble with AB. I, my guy said, Jay Cutler polarizing in Chicago. Big Ben yep. polarizing in Pittsburgh. He's like, everybody loved Trubisky. He feels like a Pittsburgh guy. That's what I might take. Yeah. He works. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the way he plays the game. He works and he plays that way. No, I, I think it's a good fit. I think for the Steelers, you know, they were not going to give away three number one picks for Deshaun Watson. I mean, that wasn't going to happen. Uh, but I'll tell you what, talking to people back there, they uh, they've seen enough of, of, of Rudolph, Mason Rudolph. They've seen enough of Haskins. You know, they, they want to Ben's gone. Let's let's have a clean slate. And let's move forward. So it's it's a good and the and the offensive coordinator there he loves the movement stuff. You know, yes, I mean, he did a lot. So that he's not a uh, Matt Canada. Uh, you know, Matt Canada when he was at Pitt and and he had Peterman there. I mean, they did a lot of the jet sweeps and all that college. Yep. Hate to say college stuff, but that's kind of what he did and had success with it. Ben couldn't do that. Let me tell you something. You rush four guys against Mr. Bisky. You look up in your blind resume how many first downs he made with his feet. It's a big number. He'll make plays with his feet. Take a shot on college hoops this March. And right now we're in March with a risk-free bet on FanDuel Sportsbook. Doesn't matter if you're new or already have an account with FanDuel. All customers get a risk-free bet on the bracket. Sign in to the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Claim yours today. 
If you're new to FanDuel, sign up. Promo code's always Colin, C-O-L-I-N, to get in on the action. So you can bet on that underdog you had your eye on. I love Tennessee as an underdog. Go with a favorite. I like Arizona. Either way, risk-free. And with cash out, the ball's in your court. So you can close out your bet whenever you want before the game is over. There's no better place to place a bet in the tournament than FanDuel Sportsbook. Join now, promo code Colin. Or if you already have an account, sign into the FanDuel Sportsbook app to claim your risk-free bet today. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to win. Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? He's the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Yokohama test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. I want to talk about free agency. Sometimes people say, oh, don't spend too much money in free agency. But here's something interesting. In the last six years, the highest spending team in free agency has averaged over six years five more wins. New England needed production. They bought it. Um, I look at what Denver's done. (laughs) They went and got Randy Gregory, Russell Wilson. Um, I mean, Randy Gregory is a tough block opposite Bradley Chubb. Do you worry, though, when you bring in big personalities, multiple personalities, how hard was it when you were coaching? When you bring in some guy, and by the way, you not only bring him in, Dave, sometimes you pay him more than other guys on the roster that aren't paid yet. Is it hard for a coach to make that, synthesize all that chemistry? Yeah, the, the one thing that, and this is my experience now with free agency, and we were there when it all started. They called it plan B, and then it went to free agency. So yep. I've kind of experienced it all. And, and the one thing you got to be careful of, most guys that become free agents are free agents for a reason. It never gets talked about. You know, and, right. you know, so there's 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 more to the story because the team that's letting him become a free agent, they know more about this individual player on the field, off the field class, everything about him than than anybody else in the league. You know, so I think you really have to be careful uh, whether it's a great player like a Russell Wilson uh, or Gregory, the guys we're talking about. You know, you got to really be careful with the free agency market. Uh, it, it can divide. If it's not the right guy, it can divide your locker room. There's no question about that. Um, you know, we, when we were at Dallas, we felt like the one ingredient that we needed to win a Super Bowl, we needed a pass rusher. We had everything else kind of yes. in place, and we went out and we got, and we got Charles Haley. Yeah. And Charles Haley came in for us, and he made the difference. Charles was the difference. Uh, in us winning a Super Bowl, in my opinion, you know, particularly on defense. We ended up number one in the league that year in defense in the whole NFL, and Charles had a huge part of that. But his work ethic on the field was – we underestimated how hard this kid worked. And um, so, you know, I just think you got to do your research on him, but, but you got to keep in the back of your mind, why is this player a free agent? Why is Randy Gregory – why was he a free agent for the Cowboys? You know, sometimes there's more to the story, but uh, you better be sure because they if they're not the right type of person, they can split your locker room. There's no question about that. You know, it's it's really interesting. Um, I talked about this in my rant before we did this, that you can't fall in love with things that have worked before. But you do know as a coach, there are certain recipes that work. And if you go look at Belichick's five years in Cleveland, the last two years in New England, the year Brady got hurt, and New England before Brady started, the Bledsoe years, without Tom, he's won 47% of his games. And I think Bill's brilliant, but (laughs) this is something Rex Ryan said for years. He's like, listen, Brady changes the equation. 
He's like a movie star in an average script. You know, a lot of those funny movies wouldn't be as funny without Jim Carrey. He made the movie, right? Otherwise, it's a bad, stupid movie. And I look at Belichick. They let Shaq Mason go. They let J.C. Jackson go. Hell, they're not paying Mac Jones. They're in a division with wildly deep and talented Buffalo. My thing is, listen, I know Belichick can coach. They don't have enough star players, Dave. They, They got Matt Judon who vanished at the end of the season. They don't have any perimeter playmakers. What, what do you make? I mean, hell, they're not paying Mac Jones. Who are they paying? Yeah, it, it did surprise me a little bit with the uh, when Jackson got away, you know, because I, I thought they'd re-sign him. You know, again, may, Bill obviously has an opinion on uh, that, that we're not aware of or we're not privy to. You know, I would just say this, regardless of who plays, and, and we can talk Mac Jones versus Tom Brady, the the foundation of the Patriot way, let's use that, what Bill Belichick wants to do, not turn the ball over, be one of the least penalized teams, be good in the special teams. It doesn't matter who the players are. You, you That formula doesn't change. And I think where coaches get into problems, all of a sudden they get a player that's a great drop back passer and they change their whole philosophy and then they th- end up throwing interceptions and it doesn't work out. Where Bill inserts players into the, the 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 mold that he wants his team to be, and he's done that since Cleveland. I mean, you can back and look. We played Cleveland when he was up there, and I practiced against him when he was at Cleveland. He came out three years in a row to Chicago to Platteville to the Bears when I was a head coach of the Bears, and uh, and we worked against each other. And it was the it was the blueprint that they were going to do, and you saw that this year with Mac Jones. It was going to be high percentage passes, a lot of screens, run the ball, don't turn it over, one of the least penalized teams in the league, uh, play good defense. I mean, that's the formula. So I, uh, you know, you know, yeah, Tom Brady was the difference. I remember a playoff game where we lost to him, and I remember North Turner uh, called me in. He says, take a look at this. And they, they, I think we had 15 third downs, and they had 15 third downs. And and our quarterback, Jay Fiedler, I I think he he completed – you know, eight of the third of the 15 third downs. Right. And Brady completed 11 or 12. And it was those three passes that made the difference in them getting first downs and winning the game by three points. You know, so I, I think that Tom Brady, a player of his caliber, does make a difference. But my point is this, that Tom Brady played within the framework of the Patriot way. You know, his skill did not meant that he, even though he could have done more in in his mind, uh, he didn't. He didn't. And um, so I I think that's that's Bill Belichick. There's a lot of credit. You know, a lot of these coaches will will swing one way or another, depending completely on the players they lose and and they lose the foundation of of what uh, what what they're trying to build. That that doesn't happen in New England. You know, never will. Well, I think one of the best pickups so far in free agency was Denver getting Randy Gregory. Like Charles Haley, he can be volatile. So I want to talk about Randy Gregory because I thought with Dallas, Dave, there were moments where he was he and Micah Parsons were so disruptive to the offensive front. Those guys are just simply too fast for their size for a lot of offensive linemen to get their feet under. Um, like Charles Haley, he's a volatile personality. So when you got Haley, you had a damn good locker room. You had a way of doing things. When you get a player that can be more volatile, 
does it what do you have to do as a coaching staff? Because Randy has had his issues. He's great, but you get a different temperament sometimes week to week. Well, I, I think, you know, the, the player needs to understand that he is going to be scrutinized a little bit closer. And Randy Greg, Gregory better go up there to Denver and he better perform and he better produce. And that's and Charles Haley figured that out real quick. And when he came to the Cowboys, you know, the film doesn't lie. We would sit in there Monday after a Sunday game and we put the tape on and Charles Haley was hanging on the quarterback. It took about two games and everybody was sold that this guy can help us win. And at the end of the day, you know, it, it, that's that's what the players want. They're playing for a ring. So I I think that's what Gregory's going to have to do. And and there's I'm sure there's a reason that, we, that I said earlier that we're not privy to why did Gregory become? And he's had a, a storied past right there with the Cowboys. A lot of issues off the field. We know the whole circumstances. But there was something that Dallas was not willing to jump on the table for right from the get-go and sign this guy. Were you ever concerned about a player who had some volatility? As a coach, if you would sit down with a GM, what would you say about Gregory? Were you willing to – I mean, Denver – is in a tough division. Sometimes you got to take risks. How much influence would you have? What would be the difference between taking a volatile guy and not? All about his uh, the the football side of it. That that's what I was always concerned with. Was the guy going to be? How, how was he with meetings? How was his effort on the practice field? You know what I mean? If this was a guy that was going to be late, we wouldn't tolerate that. I never did. Jimmy never did. I mean, you know, and 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 Charles Haley. You know, hey. He, he had maybe some off the field issues, but as far as being at practice and working hard in practice, that was not an issue. So I'm assuming, you know, Randy Gregory is that type of player. And, and so I think from a coach's standpoint, it's all about production. You know, you, you want guys that are going to produce for you. You want guys that are going to be, uh, uh, you know, be, be team guys to a degree, but that, you know, that can get overrated. I mean, if a guy's that good of a player, you know, he, he doesn't have to be the leader in the locker room. You know, go out and produce. If he produces for you, you got to find a way as a coach to be flexible enough to, to get the most. That's coaching, you know, getting, uh, getting 22 guys to, to, do, uh, to do what they necessarily don't want to do, but they have to do to win. So it's, that's all part. Of, that's why I used to say that's why they give you a shirt that, and a whistle that says coach on it. You know, go get the, get the most out of the player. And that's, that's what I see with some of these players. It could be a little bit. Like you say, a little bit tough to handle. You know the Chicago Bears well. Here's what worries me. Rookie GM, a defensive coach in a league that is increasingly offensive. Should I be worried if I'm a Bears fan? Justin Fields now. Probably going to lose Allen Robinson. Offensive line still a work in progress. A defensive head coach. Are it, How much... And you know this organization well. Are you a little concerned off a turbulent year one about year two for him? No, I tell you what, I have this is as encouraged I've been about the Bears organization in years. And let me tell you two things. Two things. Number one, uh, you know, the, the offense is young. David Montgomery, Mooney, uh, the, the tight end commit, you know, the rookie under. You know, they've got two young offensive linemen that I think are going to be players. They are a young offense, Justin Fields. And the problem that the Bears would have had, if they keep all these veteran guys, the Danny Trebasons, 
and the Khalil, Khalil Mack. Mack. Yeah. You know, I mean, in two years, you know, when the offense reaches the, the peak of a championship level play, the defense would have been old or out of contracts. So I like, I love what they're doing. They are saying right now, you know what? We are going to go young. We got a young football team. We're going to draft young players. We're going to coach young players and we're going to bring this whole franchise to the top at the same time. I think that's smart. The second thing, why I love a defensive head coach. I mean, they, he understands the importance of running the football and, and, you know, and three of the coaches that they hired on offense, Luke Getze was on my staff at Pitt. Andrew Janoko, their quarterback coach, was a backup quarterback for me at Pitt. And David Walker, their running back coach who they hired, was with me six years at Pitt. They all get the running game, and they understand it. It's going to be the best thing that could have happened for Justin Fields. Is Justin Fields going to be a great player? I don't know. We all hope so, but we're going to find out because he's going to be in an offense now that truly gives him a chance to be successful. They're going to run the ball. They're going to play defense. They're going to play field position. And that's, in my mind, that's what a young quarterback really needs uh, until he gets his confidence and and, until he gets his swagger a little bit. So we're going to find out because Justin Fields is going to get the best chance in this system with these coaches to be successful. So I like what they're doing personnel-wise, and I like what they're doing philosophy-wise. I really do. I would have thought you hated the Khalil Mack move. You like pass rushers. I, I do, but you know, between Khalil Mack last Quinn. year, uh, between I'm just going to use Khalil Mack, uh, Akeem Hicks, and uh, Cohen, the little running back that they let go. Between those three guys, they played three percent of the snaps, three percent of the play, of their plays. I mean, because of injuries, it's age, it's injuries. It's time to move on. New regime, new coach. New energy. It's you got to do it. It's time to move on, and uh, I'm all for it. You know, I I I hope I I love Cleo Mack. I hope he has a great year with the Chargers. I really do, and all these other guys. But get those young guys in there and build this team together. We're not into April yet, so the draft is over a month away. But when you, if you go back to your Bears, Dolphins, and Cowboy days, and specifically the Bears and Dolphins. Did you essentially know a month and a half out of the draft who you liked and who you didn't? Were, were your mind – had you already sat with the scouts? Did teams already have a sense of, here, we're going to fill this void free agency. We're going to get this in the draft. How far out do you know? Oh, I think right now they all know the ability level of these. They got them all ranked by ability level, playmaking ability, uh, injuries, you know, I, I think the thing that gets separated right now is the interview part of it, the personality part of it. You know, this is what players, I used to tell these young, I mean, this is what really separates players at this point. I mean, we had a lot of players that were, you know, we, we liked them. They had good numbers. Boy, we come out of that interview or we went to their pro day and they just sold us on themselves. You know what really? I mean? They were that type of kid. Yeah. I think everything I'm hearing about the Kenny Pickett kid. You know, out of pit. I mean, I talked to a coach today, an offensive coordinator this afternoon of a team, and he told me, he says, you know who was unbelievable at his interview at the Combine? He says, that picket kid, he says, he's this kid's got it, man. You know, so, I mean, I think this is how players get bumped when you start getting real close to draft day. Um, Can you remember a – 
a specific kid that blew you away during the draft interview. Bears, Dolphins, Cowboys blew you away. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Ingram from Penn State. He he was a receiver from Penn State. I think the fastest Bobby ever ran at Penn State might have been four six five four seven. You know, I mean, wow. I, and I might I, I can't remember his time. I'm, I'm probably well if the re- someone was going to call me on that on Twitter, but but it might have been four six. He you know he'll say. But the point was that he wasn't a blazer, and Bobby Ingram is probably five ten, maybe five eleven. Right, he's not a big guy. But he is a playmaker, and I'm. And when I sat down with him, I I just sensed a mature kid, a kid that gets it, a winner. And uh, we drafted him in the second round, and the kid played. The guy was one of the best players, you know, for a long time that they had. So, so, so that that was an example, I think, right there that really uh, made a difference in his draft status. There's no question about that. No question about that. Yeah, that's interesting. Bobby Ingram was a really good player. Um, yeah, and he's a coach, and he's a coach now. He's Wisconsin. coaching. I think it, Wisconsin offensive coordinator. Yes, you got, you're right. He was at Baltimore, and he just got hired by Paul Chris as the offensive coordinator at uh, at Wisconsin. You're exactly right. the The game is faster now. There's no huddles very rarely. So, you know, I, I, I I've talked to Jimmy Johnson about this before. Jimmy always says intelligence is underrated. The game is now faster than it used to be. Um. Free agency and drafting, you were obviously blown away with Bobby Ingram. Um, were there times that you leaned into a guy or leaned out of a guy because you just thought, man, I'm not sure if it, this 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 game is fast. I'm not sure if he can keep up. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of a specific. Oh, 100% though. No, there, there's no question about that. I mean, it. Uh, um, yeah, be, be, because, you know, you, you, you go to a school. And, and that's why I always thought that the personal stuff was, you know, I don't think we drafted a guy in the first three rounds that, that I didn't personally visit with. Either we brought him into our place or we went out to their place, you know, and had that face-to-face visit. Um, will college coaches it, be honest? Will, will a college yeah, coach during the draft be honest? You know what? A lot of times, a lot of times they're just wrong. I mean, we took, I'll tell you what, we took Curtis Enos. God bless him. I don't know where Curtis is now. We took him with the fourth pick of the draft. And in in my last year at the Bears, I said, all we need, we can get a running back. And Greg Schiano was on my staff. I hired him from Penn State. Guess who recruited Curtis Enos to go to Penn State? Greg Schiano. The scout on our staff at the Bears that recruited, scouted that area, the Northeast, Bobby Regal. Guess where he went to college? Penn State. I personally got on an airplane and flew to State College to meet with Coach Paterno, talk about Curtis Enos, everything, and and his numbers. If you look at his college numbers, he's averaged, I think he averaged six and a half yards a carry. I mean, it was crazy. And, um, you know, we came in and, and the guy held out, and it, it just, it never worked out. It never worked out. And and so I look back on it, and, and I say, you know, I don't know how much more we could have done research-wise. Talked to the head coach. We had a scout who was a Penn State grad. We had Greg Schiano, and everybody was saying the same thing. And by the when the kid came, he showed up, got the contract. It just never worked. So I mean, um, you know, some it, of it is you know what, Dave. Some of it is you, you're guessing. Some of it's guessing. Right. Absolutely, uh, no, no question about that. No, no question about that. And uh, and some of them you're you're pushing. I remember when when Emmett Smith came out. The, the big con- concern was Emmett Smith. Jimmy 
loved everything about him because he was a four-year player at Florida and he, he, his durability and you saw the history, but it was funny that, uh, that we, the speed was the question. Could Emmett run fast enough? And, and that was the, that was the rap on him. And so Jimmy sent myself and Joe Brodsky, the, who was our running back coach. We went down to Florida and I was working on a linebacker. And he says, and as only Jimmy can do it, he says, now Emmett's going to run. He says, uh, let's make sure we get an accurate time. So the running back coach, God bless him. He's, you know, he, he, he walked out and Jimmy says, Dave, make sure you're, you're peeking on that stopwatch, you know, cause he loved it. <laughs> the running back. He says, make sure that we're getting a, and, and Emmett ran four five something. And we came back and obviously that made the decision that we were going to draft. Not that we wouldn't have otherwise, but um, you know, there, there, there's a lot. And that was a couple of weeks before the draft that we just wanted to be sure, you know? So, um, yeah, there, there are a lot of do, – do we trust college coaches? Some of them we can, but they all want to inflate their players, and they all want their player to get drafted because it helps them recruiting. So you got to understand that part of it, which we did, which we did. I'll tell you where it really helped us is the first couple of years when we were just out of the University of Miami and we were going out and we were going to draft players. There was a lot of players at Florida, Florida State, Notre Dame, all over the country that we had recruited. Yes. So we knew the type of kid they were. We knew the type of player and we would get the information from the coach. But uh, that really gave us a big advantage. I mean, there's no question about that. And, and you still see that nowadays. Make sure to check out the Draymond Green show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope. Also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green Show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volume Podcast Network. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 
witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, so when you and Norv Turner sit down and have a couple of pops, is it mostly laughs? Is it now, now, is it mostly laughs? Are there moments of, I wish we would have done this? Between the two of you, you got 50-some years in the NFL. Is it is it good times? Is it um, disappointment? Well, How do you view it? Norv and I started at uh, at USC, and I took the job at USC. I left Jimmy at Oklahoma State, and I showed up, and he was the offensive coordinator at USC. And uh, I didn't know a soul on the staff. And Norv and his wife Nancy kind of took Jan and I in, and we we used to go out to Palm Desert. Jerry Buss had the Ocatilla Lounge, and we would, the whole staff would go out there and spend three or four days in golf, and Mr. Buss would take great – I mean, it was a great – so we rode out together, and, uh, and that, that started a good friendship. And then Norv left and went to the Rams, and then a couple of years later, I get the Cowboys job. And Jimmy's going through all these names of these guys that were Super Bowls and so forth and so on. And uh, Norv was a receiver coach at the Rams. And, uh, and I remember going into Jimmy and saying, I get a guy that this guy can call plays and he can coach a quarterback. And uh, so Jimmy brings Norv in and uh, Norv comes with us at Dallas, you know, and, and the rest is history. I mean, and I remember Norv's interview. He came in and, and we were going to go to Camp Peasy's down there in, uh, in Dallas outside. Camp Peasy's, uh, I think it was called Egyptian Grill or what restaurant. And uh, so Tony Wise and I, we, North, we, North comes in and North had his books and his tape. Hell, he was ready to go after this job, you know, I mean, whatever he had to do to, and, uh, you know, so this is interviewing with Jimmy is a little bit different. You know, I said, just, just, so Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy says, uh, sits there for about five minutes. He says, Hey, let's, uh, let's go get something to eat down at Camp Easy's. So Tony Wise and I said, we'll meet you there. We jump in the car and head down. And Jimmy says to North, come on, North, you ride with me. And in the back seat of the car, back in those days, now not today, but back in those days, Jimmy had his little cooler with some Heinekens, and they showed up about thirty minutes and walked in, and it was about ten minutes later, and Jimmy looks over and says, "Well, we got ourselves an offensive coordinator," <laughs> and 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 from when we left Valley Ranch till we got the Campeses, North had sold him, answered the questions that Jimmy had for him, and Jimmy offered him the job. <laughs> By the way, whenever you're getting interviewed for a job, make sure the guy interviewing you gets a couple of pops in him, lubricate him a little bit. He's a little better mood. Nothing wrong. <laughs> oh, no. We, we got some great, great stories of, of, of how we hired guys Was, and got people together. But to answer your question, no, Norv and I, we always talk. It was a great time. 
you and Jimmy are tight. Did Jimmy ever get pissed at you? Really ream you? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I I knew when when it bothered him. You know, we were doing some things, and but it was more. It really wasn't as much football stuff uh, as some of the things off the field and with other assistant coaches. You know, I. You know, Jimmy, do you really want to do this? Guy, yeah, hell yeah, I want to do that. You know, I mean, this guy, you know, Jimmy, what do you think about this? I, what do you, I, you know, I don't know. You might, we want to think this over. No, I, you know, what I mean, so it was more of a, of some of the policy things probably than the football stuff. We we were great. I mean, we we were always on the same page. We were all because we talked about it. It's crazy. We talked about it from morning. We took jogs. We talked about it at lunchtime. We'd have beers afterwards, and we're sitting there and we're and we're talking about it. So I mean. Football was was our lives. I mean, it, uh, it it was very important, and it was twenty four seven. Well, you had to be close because one time you didn't go in at halftime nah, during uh, a game. Uh, that was our That's last game at the, the, the last uh, game at the University of Miami. We were playing Nebraska in the Orange Bowl. Orange Bowl. Yeah, and uh, Buddy Ryan had he wanted to work out Jerome Brown who was our probably the greatest player I've ever coached. And uh, so Buddy Ryan, who was an Oklahoma State grad, him and Jimmy had a relationship. So he called up Jimmy and said, could I come to Miami and work on Jerome Bryant, getting ready for the draft? And uh, I, uh, so Jimmy said, sure. He says, but when you come down here, our defensive coaches, we'd like to hear your talk about the Bear defense, the 46th defense. Buddy said, great. So Buddy comes down, does his business with Jerome, and then we sit in my office with our defensive staff and Jimmy and, and Buddy Ryan's going over the 46th defense. And he had just got the Eagles job. So it was fresh. And uh, so we put that thing in in the spring. We were so excited about it. Well, I hate to say this, but we, we, we didn't really need it. You know, we were just clucking along and winning games and winning games. And, and we, we, lost, that's, we lost one game that year and we went for two against Notre Dame. Otherwise, we would have run the table again. So here we are. Orange Bowl, last game of the year. And we got all this time to practice. We said, it's time to bring out the Bear defense. So we put the Bear defense in against Nebraska. And it was Turner, Gill, and they had a great team. They'd never seen this defense. Never. We never used it. And we unleashed this thing on them. And it was just, you know, it was just cannon fire. Bang, 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 bang. And uh, so they were having a tough time moving the ball, obviously. And so we're getting ready for halftime. And uh, uh, I think they made two or three first downs the first half. And so Dave Campo was sitting next to me in the press box. He was our secondary coach. And he says, hey, you know who the halftime entertainment is? And I said, who? And he said, it's your favorite group, the Temptations. I said, oh, God. (laughs) So I said, Jimmy. So then I flipped the headset over. I said, hey, Jimmy. I said, listen, I'll I'll come down here at halftime. But. I really don't have anything to talk to our defense about. I said, these guys aren't going to score against us. And I said, no, this is Nebraska. I think they were number like five in the country at the time. And I said, and he said, well, if you think if we're good, I said, no, we're good. We're good. So I stayed in the the press box with Campo and we listened to the temptations and Bob (laughs) Trumpy and Don Cricky were doing the game and they walked by the booth and they see me sitting in there and they kind of get a look on their face. And they stick their head in. They said, Dave, is everything okay? I said, everything's great. Why? They said, nothing happened. I mean, they thought we got fired. You know, that's why they said we had never seen coaches in an Orange Bowl game, big game like this, national TV. Not. And I said, no, we're good. I said, these guys are going to have a tough time scoring. 
So uh, they laughed like hell. And they told that story. I saw them 20 years after that. They were still telling that story. <laughs> 31 to 3, I think was the, I think 31 to 3 or something was the final score. They might have got 10. I, I can't remember. But that was our last game at the herd. And we took the cowboy job. That was it. volume infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring a performance by john batiste the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 is an suv designed to help every passenger feel just right be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.